Atomicast. Hello, Atomics, and welcome to Atomicast. This is the podcast exclusively for you, Atomic members. And in this episode, we're going to be talking about the 12 musts that make a great blog. These are 12 things that you must do if you want to write a great blog. Not a medium blog, not a crappy blog, not an averageville blog, a great blog, an amazing <laughs> blog, a fantabulous, super fragilistic, expialidocious style blog of amazement and wonder. All right, you finished. I'm done. Okay, number one, <laughs> the first thing before you start writing your blog is answering the question, what does this blog solve? Like, what problem does this blog so what is the point in reading this blog and why should anybody be so enticed enough to click on it in the first place literally write it down mm-hmm. write what people are going to get write from that, reading your blog and if you can't quite nail that in a concise sentence that could potentially be your title then you know it's like it's not going to be a good enough blog so there's different types of blogs that you can write you know you can do like listicles or how to or story based blogs but I think people get confused or they try and combine the two or start with a story and going into like an article combined with a listicle and it doesn't really end up as either of them. That's not good. Like the best blogs that we find are just how-to ones. Like how do you actually do this? Take me through the exact steps. Like show me your expertise. They're often the best things. Or listicles. Yeah, you're, the best things for growing your authority. Yeah. In your industry. Exactly. Yeah? Okay. So the second must is that the first few paragraphs should be super short, super concise, and whet their appetites, right? You need to tell them what they are going to get by reading your blog in those first couple of paragraphs, even the first line, mm-hmm. if possible, right? And it can't be too long. It can't be too long, right? You just need to kind of get to the point. When someone has clicked onto your blog, either from social or from search or from an email, you need to almost confirm to them that they've made the right choice and they're not going to waste their time. Like, because blogging is an investment of someone's time if they're going to read it fully and properly. Yes. So let's confirm that they are going to make the right investment. Yes. Straight away. Okay, fantastic. The next thing is it it needs to have relevant images. Okay, the whole thing can't be a wall of text. We all know that. But what people end up doing is just filling it with, like, random images that they've found on stock sites. Like, that's not good enough. Like, yes, it helps to break up the page, but why isn't it a screenshot with, like, an arrow pointing at something? Why isn't it, like, a relevant graphic that's, like, designed for this? Why isn't it, like, a tweetable, a key point made into a graphic? Yeah, that's the easiest way to include a relevant image is just take a point from the blog, put it on an image. We've got a tutorial on that on our YouTube channel mm-hmm. where you can make a nicely on-brand Canva graphic and use that as one of the images. Yep, so make sure you have that in the blog throughout, but definitely straight away above the fold. So when someone lands on the site, they can see straight away that there's going to be images. Someone's put effort into this. It's not going to be a wall of text. And even better than that is video, right? Video would be awesome, okay? Or even an audio version of your blog. Something that just helps break it up. Yes. Number four is don't waffle on. 
That's it. Okay. No, okay. Just a tiny. I'm going to waffle on just a tiny bit. Okay, go on. Trim the fat, right? (laughs) Read it back and cut stuff if you have gone off topic at any point, right? Mm -hmm. Cut. You probably write too much to begin with. Don't waffle on. Trim the fat. It goes goes back to that first point, right? Decide what that takeaway is for people. Mm -hmm. Okay? Is it is the aim to help people with that? And if it you're going off track, cut it. Okay. Number five. Read it back out loud. Like literally read your blog back out loud and edit, edit, edit. If you can't do that, get an editor. Right? It's really, really, really important. The amount of times we see blogs that are just so badly written, it's untrue. Like, please, guys, you are a representative of Atomic. And if we see bad grammar, bad spelling, poorly written sentences, walls of text, then we won't be happy. No. You are representing Atomic here. Do us proud. A top tip for when you're reading it back out loud (laughs) is to put yourself in, like, someone else's shoes by reading it in, like, a different accent. (laughs) It it really helps. I'm not joking. Wow. I'm that, not joking. That was, that was so not scripted, but I love it. <laughs> it's my turn. Number, <laughs> number six is don't be generic. You must not be generic. Like, don't give generic advice on a really broad topic that anyone could write. That's, like, the best way to create a crappy blog. So totally. don't be generic. Totally. Don't be generic. Don't be someone else. Don't be the, generic. The joke's over now. Let's carry okay. on. What are we on? Seven. Seven. <laughs> Number seven. Go the extra mile. Go the extra mile. Okay? If you're saying to someone, this is how you do this, you need to make sure you answer all their problems to help them get to that stage where they can confidently do it. So, if you say, this is really easy to do, blah blah all you have to do is just uh, do this thing in the, in, the, in the sentence, right? Don't just say that casually. Have a screenshot. Like, it's this button. Click this button on. Right, just go the extra mile. Go the extra depth. Remember we said, you know, blogs over 2,000 words are correlated with strong results in a previous Tommy cast. This is really true. And if you're going the extra mile, it's going to bulk out that blog a lot with not much effort to you. But for the end user, it's going to be amazing. Okay, number eight is to give it a benefit-driven title. I think this applies for maybe like 95 plus percent of blogs, mm-hmm. right? A lot of blogs that we see have these really creative, curiosity-style titles like hummus and Jack potatoes are the key to your business's success. Mm. And it's just weird, mm-hmm. right? People, like I said before, it's an investment of people's time. If they are unsure at any point whether it's going to pay off them reading this blog, then they're more likely not to read it. And that's great, before they've even read it. And that's before <laughs> that's they've great. even read it. Like, if your title does not say why they should spend time reading your blog, then you're failing before they've even started reading it. Exactly. That's it. Next okay. point. Next point. Next point. <laughs> Number nine is to base it on demand. Okay, base your blogs on demand. If you think something's going to go down well based on a gut reaction, that's fine. But you will get better results if you've, if you've actually seen the demand for this topic. Um, and by that I mean, have people asked for it? Or is it being searched for? So there's tools like Keywords Everywhere. 
that you can use when you type into Google and it'll tell you how many people on average are searching for this term. That tool, it's a Google Chrome extension, it's called Keywords Everywhere. You type in something and it'll say, hey, 20 people have searched for this this month or 20,000 people have searched for this this month. Which one would you rather write a blog on? Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Even if you don't rank for it, it doesn't matter because you know it's in demand so that when you put it out there to your audience, you know that people are going to want to read it because loads of people are already searching for it. Yes, and get to the real problem with this as well. So we know that you know the answers, right? And we've struggled with this as well in the past. Like we want to write about stuff that no one is searching for or no one really wants to know, even though that we know it's going to help them. So like being more creative, for example, being more creative is a solution that we want to teach people. Yeah, but not necessarily people aren't searching all that much about how to be more creative. So what is the real problem to the solution being creativity? Well, it's I want my blogs to make me more money or I want to grow my email list. Like these are the problems that your solution can solve. So don't always make it about the answer that you know is the answer. Make it about the questions that people are asking. Does that make sense? I love it. Okay. I love it. Where are we at? Formatting. Number 10. Formatting is so, 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 so important. We touched on this before. Walls of text are so 1999, right? We want subtitles. We want lots of shorter paragraphs. We want tweetables, quotes, lists. Like WordPress has so many formatting options. There's actually a training on Atomic if you don't know all the different formatting options that you can do. I think it's called My First Blog. Right on yeah. Atomic, go watch it. You can do so much with your blog, so it's not just it doesn't look boring. Yes, okay, Number really, 11. Really, really important. Number 11, linking. Okay, when you write a blog, what a lot of people will do is they'll go through that blog and they'll link it back certain keywords in that blog to previous blogs that they've wrote. So if we say um, on our top tips on Facebook Live, you can actually read over here, but continuing on with our post about Facebook organic reach, body body blah. That's great because it gets people to, you know, read other stuff. It provides an internal link back to some of your other content, which helps that content to be, you know, uh, discovered by Google and things like that. But what a lot of people don't do is go back in time to their previous blogs and link forward to the current blog that they're writing, which is so powerful. Okay, if you've got blogs that are already ranking or people are finding or you're still promoting them in search, make sure you go back to those blogs if they're relevant and add like the keywords, a link to the current blog that you're writing. It's gonna help give it that little bit more promotion, that little bit of extra effort, that little bit of extra search functionality, and it's gonna help drive more traffic from older blogs to the newer blogs. Yes, and then finally, the 12th must for a great blog is to call action on something. Even if it's just to ask them to comment on the blog, but can we make that question that you're asking them more specific so you start kickstarting the comments or asking them to share, or asking them to subscribe to anything. But great calls to actions will actually get them to other pages and other posts on your site. So give them relevant content to check out next or relevant products or services to check out next. Get them clicking around your website. You don't want them necessarily just reading, thinking, great, and then going. 
Yes. Yes. Fantastic. All right. All right. There we go. Awesome. I hope you've enjoyed that one. I'm really looking forward to seeing your awesome, awesome blogs after this. Atomicast. That's all. Whoop, whoop, whoop.